Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dental System Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. So glad you joined us. No matter where you found us, it is our first podcast of 2022. We are so excited to be kicking off the new year with a dear friend and dare I say a dental assistant and industry thought leader and that would be the effervescent Tia Hunter. Hey Tia. Hey, Kevin. How are you, dear? You it's know, great to be here. I, I get to sit in my home That's and, right. and look at you. I, this is not like a across-the-miles Zoom. I'm nope, thrilled No, we're about sitting this. next to each other. We are. We're looking out at the snow here in Colorado and uh, hanging out. Tia, I know you. So many do, but there may be some out there who don't. So give us a little background about who Tia Hunter is. Well, I have been a dental assistant for 40 years, which is majorly impressive, being I'm only about 42. It's amazing, seriously. Um, but uh, so, you know, my passion for dental assisting is huge. And then, you know, I just a few years ago took that a little farther and decided I wanted to... Um, become more educated and help educate my fellow dental assistants. So now I have the best job of speaking all over the world and uh, speaking to dental assistants everywhere, educating them and uh, helping to elevate them and to be better. Tia and I have spoken at a number of meetings together. She's a dear friend and, and I, I love what you are doing out there for assistants. Um, but I also love the fact that one of the reasons you're here in Colorado is that, as you said, you go all over the place helping dental practices as well. And one of the big things that you do is make sure OSHA compliance, infection control protocols are being pro properly followed. And I thought, what better way to kick off 2022 than to make sure that those assistants and those other dental uh, fine folks that are listening to us are doing the right things in their practice. So I'm going to take a negative spin on it. And I'm just going to ask you, what are a couple of things that you're seeing out there that kind of make your toes curl and you want to make sure our audience doesn't end doing it in their practice? Well, you know, a couple of things right off the bat, Kevin, that I can think of is number one, uh, our teams aren't properly trained. And yearly, we must be trained in OSHA, infection control, and HIPAA. And so, you know, I go into practices, and especially right now, Kevin, you and I both know our uh, profession has suffered a great loss of team members. Yeah. So there are times when we see offices are just hiring a warm body because they need help. And uh, these people need to make sure that they're properly trained. And that includes the OSHA aspect, infection control aspect, and uh, HIPAA, of course, uh, three very important things that uh, we need to make sure we're doing. So the training is absolutely essential, but the, the next thing is the documentation. Mm. We're not documenting properly. We don't have the proper OSHA protocols. Uh, you know, people will tell me, well, we bought this book from the ADA, and here it is. Yep. Well, do you know what's in it? No, we don't know what's in it. And it, they, it doesn't really list the protocols for you. It tells you how you should create your protocols, but every office needs to have a written protocol for several things. There's about, really, I think there's uh, really about 20, 25 of them that you have to have written and specific to your practice and that every team member should be trained on those specifics. And if you, you know, if you aren't doing that, gosh, that's that's a huge chunk of what we do every day, uh, keeping our teammates and keeping our patients safe and being compliant. So, 
And, you know, you mentioned about all the turnover we've had in our industry. Yes. And there's a lot of folks listening to this podcast. They're new to this industry. Oh, they're yes. new to this. And they're sitting here going, but the last assistant trained me on how to do this. Yes. Or and a fellow assistant trained me on how to do this. How do we know that that's actually the right way and not just a way? Right. Well, you know, I, there's nothing wrong with being trained on the job. Absolutely nothing. But you're only as good as the person that trained you. So if the person that trained you has misinformation or they've been doing it wrong all these years and had no clue, then they're kind of passing that bad habit on to you without really realizing it. So, you know, there's some uh, wonderful... Uh, you know, education out there. And, and I'm going to, I will always talk about the Danby Dell Foundation, yep. and that's the Dental Assistant National Board. They have some amazing education. OSAP, the Organization for Safety, Asepsis, and Prevention. They are all things dental office uh, infection control. They're an incredible resource. And of course, you know, uh, the American Dental Assistance Association has all kinds of education. And, and all three of those uh, associations have a network of individuals that are just willing to, you know, help you and, and teach you and elevate you. And, and I think it's so important for every dental assistant to remember, you're not doing this alone. You don't have to yes. try to reinvent the wheel. Absolutely. And so often, a lot of it is that sales rep that comes into your practice, mm -hmm. maybe picking his or her brain, right. you know, and maybe, you know, in COVID, they're not coming in as much, but still reaching out that way to say, where can I get connected or what are some next steps? Yes. You know, and, and too many times, unfortunately, Kevin, and, and I love sales reps. Please don't misunderstand me. I work closely with uh, several all over the country, and I absolutely love them. But their job is in sales. Sure. And so a lot of times there's misinformation coming from them, and I will always refer back to you don't know what you don't know. And so, you know, sometimes they'll call me, people will say, Tia, my sales rep doesn't know anything about this and wants to know where you're getting your information. Well, um, I get it from the people that make the, the rules. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, you need to really... Um, do your homework and it's just not, don't listen to one person, go out there and find it. And I will, uh, say all the time, people will ask me a question and I'll say, well, if you'll Google it, <laughs> um, and you know, but the, uh, OSAP organization for safety, ASEPs and prevention, um, certainly the, uh, dental assistant national board, Dale foundation and, uh, the ADAA have some amazing education. Find, find that and, and grow your knowledge because, um, you know, it, that's going to help you that all the information, all the knowledge that you get, it doesn't, it doesn't go to your practice. It stays with you and will help you in your career. And it's, it's, let's face it. It's the most important thing we do every day. It, it is. And, and it's something you can't cut corners. You no. can't take lightly. And I'm going to dare say something that's probably going to upset. I dare you. Oh, it's coming. I dare say that you don't get this information from friends on Facebook either. Mm -hmm. How did you know? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm saying if you're going to learn something, it might not be asking a question in a Facebook oh. group and getting an opinion. There will be nothing that will curl my hair more, and you know I have curly hair. I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> then to open up Facebook and see someone ask an infection control question and then watch, you know, 53 people give them the wrong answers. Oh my gosh, yeah. So Facebook does not have the answers, people, um, you know, and then that's where I will cite, you know, uh, what I know. You know, and one thing, Kevin, I won't say anything I can't back up in writing because too many people challenge me 
on what I know and where I got my, where do you get your information? And so, um, I have to know what I'm talking about. So, you know, listen to, Oh, look, a bunny. Oh yeah. Not a squirrel, a bunny. No, we we have, we have bunnies here at the Henry house. So yes, we do. (laughs) For sure. But you know, you've got to make sure you're, you're getting information from a reliable source and just don't listen to a sales rep or someone who's done this for 20 years because they may be doing it wrong. And we need to make sure that we are doing it right. One thing, Kevin, you know, I hear from dental assistants all the time, and you do too. I know you do. Uh, we want to be respected. We are yep, oral health care professionals, and we want to be treated as such. And part of that responsibility of being that person is that you're doing your due diligence to do everything you can to keep yourself and your uh, patients safe. And that includes making sure you have the proper information uh, and not just listening to hearsay. Yes. And... You know, it's it's easy for us to harp on the the right things to do and everything else, but you mentioned something at the start about documentation. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. And and I think there's one thing I've had asked of me, and I'm sure you have as well, is how much? Mm. You know, and, and how do I find time to do that? Mm. We know every practice is busy now with sh- uh, staffing shortages and everything else going yes. on. How do you make sure that you've got the time to document properly? Well, the first thing is you have to have proper protocols in place. And, um, you know, that's important because I think the protocols help train our teams. I, I need to know what you expect of me and how you expect me to do these things. So I need a protocol that outlines, your practice needs a protocol that outlines what, how everything needs to be done. We have them in front office. Dana knows this. Um, And it's so important to have them back. And if you have the proper protocols in place and everybody knows what to do and when to do it, it, everything becomes more seamless. I know chart notes. We have, you know, we have limited time to do chart notes. I get that. But when you realize that chart notes are evidence in a court of law, they can be called in by the board on any certain case, you need to make sure they're proper. And the problem is... We don't know they're going to be evidence in a court of law or brought up by the board until months or maybe even a year more later. So it's important that we're taking the time and we're, you know, doing those chart notes properly and we're not rushing. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen it. You've seen it. People catching up at the end of the week. Oh, going yes. back, you know, and and I I understand everybody's busy. I do. But I also think that if you're choosing in your day time to do that versus mm-hmm. something else, something else usually should lose out. Right. And, you know, it's a red flag, honestly, Kevin, for uh, to see a patient on Monday and maybe you do a little documentation. And then you go back on Wednesday or Thursday to, to maybe right. b- do more. Yeah. And, and you're so you're going in and you're showing that that chart note was edited. And that's never a good thing. Yeah. So we always want to make sure it's done the day of. And, you know, this wonderful thing, and, and I'm an Eagle user. I'm sure Dentrix is the same way. As a matter of fact, I know it is. We have something called auto notes and having a really good proper auto note template for every single thing you do is huge in saving you time. So if, if you're not familiar with auto notes, uh, find out from your software, whatever software you're using about auto notes. And it basically, you have a template you can customize uh, for your particular situation. And then it's kind of a fill in the blank and just add a few things here or there. Auto notes will save you time and they will get you through your day so much easier. That's a great tip. And, and it's something I think we're all looking for some way 
to do easier, mm -hmm. especially in these days. Mm -hmm. But it's also, as we said a minute ago, cutting corners, trying to, to make up time afterwards. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It so. doesn't. So Tia is such a great resource and, and such a dear friend. And one thing that I love about you is that you've been there, done that. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of things that, that you talk about that you go into dental practices and work with, it's because that's what you've learned and you've already experienced. Yes. And, and I do think for those new dental assistants out there, those young dental assistants out there, finding somebody like you and a mentor, a friend, somebody that they can ask questions of is so important. It is important. And I will tell all you veteran dental assistants out there, do you remember your first day on the job as a dental assistant? You remember how hard it was? You didn't even know where the gauze was. You didn't know where <laughs> cotton rolls were. And sometimes we don't even know where the bathroom is on the first day. So remember that. And when you, you have a newbie starting with you, uh, we are swamped. We're busy. It's easy to get frustrated. People are asking questions. You know, um, watch how you handle that newbie. Yeah. And um, watch how you treat them and give them a break because they're really there to help you and they need your guidance. They need you to be their mentor. So be easy on the newbies and um, help them out and uh, teach them. Uh, every single one of you are leading by example. So I want you to, you know, instead of getting frustrated, take a deep breath and uh, realize that you are training, you know, the person that's going to be your right hand. Yeah. And, and, and if there was anything that we could start 2022 off with for dental assistance, it's that whole be better, find your weak spots, see how you can improve in 2022. Mm -hmm. And don't let somebody else tell you what that is find that in yourself right. and then take it upon yourself to fix it right and you know one of the things i tell dental assistants all the time is i want you to look around uh every single morning and i want you to what makes you what is your biggest struggle what is your biggest hurdle in your day uh make a list yeah. uh, it could be two things it could be 10 things but make a list of your biggest struggles and then work on overcoming those. And you can overcome them, but you can't if you don't start. So find those, the weakest link, I call it. Find the weakest link in your practice and make it strong again. Uh, you know, you dental assistants, we spend more time with our patients than any other team member. So really, really uh, find what makes your day hard and do what you can to overcome that and fix that, whatever that may be. Um, and little by little, as you start knocking those things off the list, your days are going to get better. That's awesome. And, yeah. and I know you're, you are a great resource and, and I know you are always very responsive to folks. Yes. So would you just let them know if they want to follow up with you, how do they do that? If they want to follow up with me, my email is, uh, my first name, Tia, T-I-J-A, and then E is an expanded, F for function, D for dental, A for assistant at gmail.com, T-I-J-A-E-F-D-A at gmail.com. Or I'm on Facebook, uh, Tia Bloyd, B-L-O-Y-D Hunter. Um, there is a very nice librarian in North Pole, Alaska named Tia Hunter. Oh, nice. And we met. Oh, lovely. And um, she said, everybody thinks I'm you. The very lovely woman. <laughs> We've become awesome. dear friends. But I'm Tia Bloyd Hunter on Facebook. And, uh, of course, Kevin, you may or may not know that I am the editor of Dental Assisting Digest. I, I've heard of that publication. It's amazing. Dental Assisting Digest <laughs> is a wonderful online publication, and it's free. And, uh, you know, uh, subscribe to it, and you will get this in your email box so once a month. 
And it's just some great, great uh, articles written by dental assistants for dental assistants, um, you know, to uh, help us, to uh, help us grow. Yeah, look up Dental Assisting Digest. It is on Dentistry IQ. It is a fantastic publication. Wonderful if I, publication. If I, if I do say so myself, <laughs> it is a fantastic publication. Uh, you know, I I will say that there have been two editors in the history of Dental Assisting Digest. I really? Think. I, I think, uh, you know. You they, think they're both sitting in this uh, room they, right they, now? They, they might be sitting <laughs> here, you know. So we have the whole editorial uh, legacy here in this one room. So. No, I, I will tell you what, I'm very thankful for Tia. I'm very thankful that she is able uh, to go all over the place, speak to so many assistants, inspire you all to be better, to do better, to just be that professional that we know you all are. So Tia, thank you for doing that. Well, and, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, yeah. You are welcome here anytime. You know, the bunnies were obviously very glad to see you. Yes, so, you know, they so popped out. They did. So they said, is that Tia? We need more information. So <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. I'm a rabbit trainer too. <laughs> exactly. Well, we appreciate all of you. Hey, happy 2022 to yes. each of you. We are so thankful for you. Uh, you know, if you like what you heard today, hey, give us some stars, give us a rating, give us some love. Tell your friends about us because that's how we grow this podcast and how we reach more dental assistants every time. But for now, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off. And as always, we say, together we rise.